eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, buddy. How's it going tonight? Um, it's going pretty good. I mean, we, we had a show, you know, planned out. We're still going to do it, but I think we need to address what just happened in the WBC last night. It's been the talk of today, the big injury to our former, uh, Mariner, the beloved, uh, Edwin Diaz. Uh, but I think we should get a, uh, a New York perspective on that. And we got, and we got somebody here on the, uh, rye bread and mustard hotline, our good friend, Comedian, actor, DJ, all those extraordinary things. What's all what's all your names, Vlad? Vladimir Perez. Give us give us a proper intro for yourself, Vlad. Vladimir Perez, aka Big Vlad, aka Vladdy Daddy, aka Vladdy Daddy. Yes. There you go. I got my chain on tonight for you, Vlad. I got it popped out for you. Nice. So yes, I I made sure I dressed up formal for you. So what's going on? What What's New York talking about on the radio, on the podcasts, on the YouTube? What's what's the vibe the out street. there about about uh, Edwin Diaz's injury in the WBC? Well, word on the street, um, you know, it's crazy because you know I'm a, a diehard Yankee fan, and um, you know this is the kind of thing that <laughs> when they talk about the, the WBC, you know, that's the only thing I'm thinking is you know I got a team full of guys who can't sneeze without getting hurt. And, um, you know, I just, we thank our lucky stars when Judge said he's not playing and, and Cole said he's not playing. And then on the other side of it, you know, I get how everybody wants to, some of these, you know, the Latin countries want to play. And, you know, and then you look at the Mets team and Alonzo's playing, uh, Lindor's playing, Diaz is playing. And, um, you know, seeing that game last night, everything was awesome. But uh, you know, I can, you know, I, I mean, I there might be a, a small percentage of people I'm, I'd be happy that it hurt. You know, I mean, it's just really, you know, even as a Mets closer, uh, you know, it was really tough to watch, and especially when it comes down to a, a celebration. So. You know, people in the streets, some people are defending the game and saying it was a freak injury. Uh, but, you know, I mean, the other side of it is, is you know, why are they playing these games before the season, you know? Yeah, that's a thought. I mean, it, me and Hanson were kind of talking about that, right? Like, when would you play these games? It's, it's, 
I've heard Fox wouldn't want it in November because of, you know, football and stuff like that. But it's like, you know, I mean, how many teams would you say have a legit shot at making uh, at making the World Series? Forget about winning it. Yeah, I, 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 I think about like there's probably like six to eight teams, I would say. That right. Would... Right. So six to eight teams, uh, because I've heard some arguments saying, well, you know, so a lot of these guys say that winning this would be bigger than winning a World Series. But, I mean, that's because, you know, two-thirds of the teams aren't even, you know, have no shot. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've also heard the argument of what if they played, on, you know, in November, it'd be on their own time. Right, and and you're recovering from the season. I guess I could get it if maybe it, you filled the team full of, yeah, the players that didn't make the playoffs because at that that point in the season you're rehabbing. Sometimes you're getting little cleanup injuries. What do you think about playing after the season, Hannah? No, I totally uh, follow along with what Vlad's saying. I mean, yeah, I thought about November, and the same thing came to my mind too was football, where you could play it during the week um, and broadcast it then. It's very cold out. Sure, you'll probably be playing in the same dome stadiums in Arizona, uh, Florida, possibly Texas. Um, And then I'm not sure how that works then with the other countries, you know, like Japan and all them and getting together. So, I mean, there's really not a right answer for this. You know, I guess the only thing he talks about on, on their own time, I mean, I get that, but um, I mean, does it, is there a big difference if they get hurt here versus in spring training? Right. I mean, you're not going to be able to stop an injury, you know, at any time that's that especially a freak one from a celebration and we'll get into the celebrations you know like the feelings about that um here in a second but yeah i mean like yeah you get an injury maybe you get this injury in november maybe that gives you a chance to get back at the end of end of the season in a regular season i mean this is something they're doing what every four or five years so i think it's free yeah, so every three years, t- you know, before um, pandemic happened. So every three years, uh, it, it is, you know, as a fan, it definitely gets you ready for the regular season. But you're right. You have a seller-dweller uh, team. Um, this is, you're right. This could be the closest thing that you get to some sort of atmosphere like that, and especially with, you know, these Latin teams that have a lot of pride in you know, their team and their country, uh, you know, you see the way that they react um, on the home runs, um, how they celebrate the big outs and the victories. It does look and feel like a playoff game or a World Series game. Yeah, that game looked just awesome. I mean, I mean, it it was so crazy because it's like all the flags are the same color, but, you know, being a Puerto Rican from New York and, and like I got you know all my cousins are from there are married to Dominicans all of my nieces and nephews are half Puerto Rican and half Dominicans so it's like you know it, it is like a, a cool bragging rights thing but in reality you know it's over and and then the real season starts like you know I, I mean I do get too that these guys like hanging out together and playing together with people that they wouldn't you know what I mean it's kind of like our all-star game level uh, rosters, 
you know, and it's like, yeah, Julio gets to run out there with all these other guys that he, you know, otherwise would never would play with, you know. I mean, that's cool, but I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know, really know where I stand. I'll tell you this: I mean, even if a freak accident or not, you know, if Judge got hurt, I'd be pissed, you know. And I know these guys are, you know, half these guys are hurt already in spring training, but they are. You're playing at a high level. These are guys are trying to win. I heard that Otani was throwing 102. Like, you know, he would never be throwing that heat right now in, in spring training, you know? Vlad, as, as I know you're not a Mets fan, and I would never accuse you of that, but here in Seattle, we had this, a situation where um, Luis Castillo was going to be playing for the Dominican Republic, and the Mariners asked him not to play. And he... he he said, that's fine. I won't play. Do you feel the, the Mets should have any responsibility in this as well? Well, I heard uh, today that the bait of Major League Baseball said that teams aren't allowed to tell their players that they can't play. Like, so I don't know. I mean, obviously, you know, even if that's a rule, you know, there's ways where you can tell somebody without telling them, but you know, this is a this is a major league baseball thing. Like they get paid off this, they're getting like you know, it's it's they you know they get these uh, TV rights. It's uh, you know what I mean. So they're in on this, and, and they don't want it to not be a thing. So you know, I I've heard uh, the Michael K show. They were talking about well, what if, what about if you you know because Diaz is making twenty million this year. And he's done for the year. Like, you know, shouldn't that come off the the tax threshold or whatever? Should you still, I mean, obviously you still have to pay the guy. You know, that's a whole other conversation about the, you know, what if this happens in your contract and so on and so forth. But you could say, all right, well, what if we don't have to, that doesn't count against our luxury tax. That way, you know, we we can replace him without it costing us even more. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big can of worms the whole situation. Yeah, players are getting paid millions of dollars. Um they're you know, getting loaned away to play in this tournament that is like we talked about fabulous. Guys are, you know, they everybody's running out hard on ground balls. I mean, they're playing balls to the wall. It means something for all of them. I mean, it's you just can't find that right answer right yet. You know, I mean, and like you said, I mean, the money thing with the TV to produce this world baseball classic, that's another scenario too. There's a lot of variables about this whole conversation. I have a little project. Well, once again, Edgar Martinez is using Eagle Hardware's incredible selection of brand name power tools for his latest project. And uh, here's a surprise. Uh, For once, it's not a bat. Oh, it is a bat. It's a light bulb. Eagle Hardware and Garden. More of everything. Uh, we saw Julio, you know, he, he made a mistake in the game, right, Hanno, on, on a play by Lindor? Yeah, uh, it was a tough play, you know, one of the tougher plays for a center fielder. A ball hit right at him. He comes in, he misjudged it a little bit, tried to play it on one hop, and it got by him. And um, he, he atoned for that mistake later on in the game, making a fabulous diving catch in the gap off of Javi Lopez. Maybe at spring training, you know, you make an error like that, it's, it's no big deal. Maybe the the biggest thing that happens is you get razzed by Maniacta, uh, you know, 
Perry, you know, Coach Perry. Um, maybe the guys say something to you because they know how great of a, a, a player Julio is. And then a ball's hitting a gap like that again. You're maybe not laying out, or maybe you do, but you're going to get a talking to about laying out like that at spring training. We've seen marquee players, you know, Kyle Lewis running into walls, you know, never was the same at spring training. That's just like something you're not going to probably see at spring training. Now, when you have a big game and the game's on the line, your, your home team is depending on you and you feel like you've made this mistake and you got to go out there and, you know, get this run back. I get it. I totally get why you would do that, but I just, maybe you wouldn't see that in spring training. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, you're not going to see that that dive in the gap in spring training. That yeah, you're gonna they're gonna tell you, hey, take it easy. You know, we we uh, we need you for the whole season. And um, yeah, it, you're exactly right. And being these these competitive athletes that they are, and they get in that atmosphere with a full stadium, all of their countrymen and women there cheering them on. I mean, what an adrenaline rush! How could you turn that off? You know? Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's unfortunate. It sucks. You know, Jeff Passan broke the news on Twitter. That's where, where I heard about it. But we all we all saw it yesterday. It kind of reminded us of the Kendry Morales thing that happened. Um, it sucks that it happens in a celebration. And it sucks that we were like, hey, wh- who's it going to be this year? It seems like this happens quite often that somebody gets hurt you know, in this, in the WBC, it was smiley. Did I get the name right this time? It was smiley. The Mariners uh, had a pitcher that pitched the game of his life, never pitched for the Mariners that season. Uh, Unfortunately, it's, you know, arguably the, the game's best closer, you know? So not only are the Mets losing this, we're, we're missing Diaz and we're missing that, you know, call to the bullpen and his entrance and, uh, I mean, you know, this guy was one of the most exciting players in the league last year. You know, yeah, and and you and you're not gonna you're not gonna see him. I mean, we we know how special he was. We we got to watch him in Seattle when the uh, if you want to know why we're so uh, why we're focusing on this and him not being a Mariner. If you're just you know jumping into being a Mariners fan or getting back into baseball and you're kind of like, well, what's the significance of this? I mean, this is the guy that we had to trade with Cano to jump, dump the Cano contract. And Jerry Kelnick is the big piece that we got in return. So it's, it's, you know, it still hits home because that when we gave up Edwin Diaz, I was one of those people was like, why did we get rid of this guy? Now you understand why, but um, definitely it's, it's just feels like one of our guys. I know Jerry DePoto said that, you know, he almost shed a tear seeing, seeing this. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's a tough situation seeing him go down. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, I feel for him. Um, it almost seemed like I didn't, I, the video was never really that great that I could see of him actually going down, um, that I've seen. I mean, it's hard to tell if someone was jumping jumping on him or if they were jumping around each other or if it was some just sort of like non-contact injury type of thing. Um, it It's just unfortunate, but yeah, I mean, he was a big part of so the so-called Mariner future that we shipped away because we had to, to be able to 
trade away Robinson Cano as well. So he will always have a special place in Mariner fans' hearts. Yeah, and, you know, the Mariners just have an embarrassment of riches, as we're finding out, you know, especially with arms coming from the bullpen, especially young arms. So I get it now, you know, a few years down the road. Um, but as far as the WBC, you know, we are now into the semifinal rounds. Uh, the time of this recording, Japan just beat Italy, which means the Mariners get back yet another player. Um, I'm, you know, I would... To say I'm bummed out that uh, DR uh, lost, I, I'm not. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm selfishly happy to be getting Diego Castillo back. I'm selfishly happy to obviously get in Julio, Teoscar Hernandez. We're also getting Harry Ford back from uh, the Great Britain team. So we're getting a lot of our guys back unscathed. They all seem to have done pretty well. Um, you know, but then I do feel bad for guys like... Uh, you know, boomstick, you know, uh, Nelson Cruz, beloved former Mariner. Uh, we love him. Uh, you know, this is probably his last WBC that he was the general manager. It was fun to see him actually out in right field playing in, uh, in the games. Um, but as far as you, Vlad, uh, being a Puerto Rico fan, how big was that victory over the DR? I mean, it was awesome. I mean, because also, you know, I mean, Dominican, you you know, I mean, for I would say the you know past ten years, you know, they've had the best play. You know, I mean that that team was stacked from the top to the bottom. They look like a, that's how when we see like the Yankees teams and the Astros teams. That's how that's how we feel when you look down that lineup versus the other lineups. I mean, it was stacked right. from top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like well, you could even say maybe the past twenty years. You know, it's been like. You know, Dominican has, uh, you know, had some of the better players, but it's kind of like Puerto Rico's had a kind of resurgence of late with the Lindors. Right? So they, had the, they had the perfect game the other day. I mean, yeah, I know it was against Israel, but, you know, I mean, look, you know, a perfect game is, is hard no matter what, you know? Oh, yeah, especially in baseball with the dinks and the dunks and, uh, you know, ball falls in here or there. Yeah, I, I mean, you throw a perfect game in Little League, it's it's a significant uh, achievement. Right, it's just, you know, you just don't see it. So, I mean, you know, that was kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, well, you know, it's Israel. Well, you know, at least they, they got a good game under their belt. But then um, seeing that last night, I mean, you know, even just, just watching the highlight, we're like, you know, that really felt like a World Series game. So, I mean, maybe, maybe this, uh, you know, this this tournament is becoming what they want it to. I mean, but like, you know, <laughs> you put those, you know, those two islands together, and uh, you're gonna get it every time. I mean, and, you know, all these guys are friends, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just kind of a different thing. I mean. Maybe that's just the upside of it too. Is you you know, uh, you know, if everybody can stay healthy. I mean, I I heard Mookie Betts say that he's like, I'm getting better hacks here than, you know, playing in the, in, you know, in the, some backfield somewhere down south. So, um, just in Julio's case, I mean, the fact that he gave up a, a inside the park home run in this big game is kind of a good thing. You know what I mean? Like now he's he, you know, he, he atones for it, and now he's learned from that. I mean, 
you can see that as a positive. You don't want him doing that in the Mariners, but like now when you guys get to the playoffs this year, he has another, you know, another uh, a big game under his belt. You know, big stakes. Yeah, definitely. Like he's felt the temperature of what that feels like in, in a big moment, right, Hanno? Oh yeah, I mean, Julio's fantastic. I it's it's one bad play. I agree. It was in a crucial situation in a big you know, game. Uh, but I have no worries about him. I've never seen him make an error ever. That's the, that was the one fatal play I've seen him make defensively. Yeah, um, and, he, and he bounced back. Absolutely. And that's great to see out of a young player, you know, in his first full season of playing in major leagues. And then in a game like this, just steps up and shakes it off and goes fine in the gap, like I mentioned, and makes a, a full out Griffey-esque catch. Yeah, and and that could carry and that could carry over into the regular season of maybe having a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I think a lot for a lot of these players on the DR team, you know, this was well. They, they talk about that about like that Yankees '95 team that lost to the Mariners. You know, Jeter was was in the on the dugout. Mariano was in the dugout. You know, the core four. Uh, maybe not Posada, but uh, everybody else was there and they got to feel those games. And, you know, so like little things like that, you know, they really do help out in the, over the you know course of a, a player's career. So, I mean, if you're just trying to get, po- you know, positives out of it. Now, if somebody's playing on, you know, Team Italy or something like and they get hurt, then you're like, all right, what, what was all that about? But, <laughs> you know, this, this just makes this whole conversation crazy. I mean, even the fact that Diaz got hurt celebrating, you know, it, it, it muddles all these arguments, too. Because it's like, well, he got hurt celebrating. That's a free thing. Well, also, you could say he wouldn't be celebrating in preseason. So that never would have happened. Hi, this is Tom Pachark of the Seattle Mariners, inviting everybody to come on out to the Kingdom on August 23rd for Mariners Funny Nose Glasses Night. Be the first in your neighborhood to have... Tom, I'm sorry. August 23rd is not funny nose glasses night. It's jacket night, Tom. Jacket night. Yes, every kid 14 and under gets an official Mariner's vinyl jacket free, Tom. Jacket? No nose. No funny nose glasses. No, I'm sorry. Hmm. What am I going to do with 30,000 pairs of funny nose glasses? That's your problem, Tom. Uh, you know, yesterday's show and the day before that, Hanno was talking about uh, how much he really enjoys the WBC celebrations and the energy and same thing with the Caribbean leagues. You know, he, he really likes to see the, the noisemakers and the big celebrations and just loves the energy that they bring. And then something like this happens. Does that kind of change your mind? And, and, and for Vlad, uh, I know that we talked prior to coming on here where you said possibly there could be some rules or some, some big pushback of celebrations uh, first start with Hanno. What do you think about these two, these two things? Yeah. I mean, like I said, and you mentioned, I mean, I think it's great. Um, I enjoy it as a baseball fan, seeing competitive games early. Um, I mean, passionate playing hard. Yeah. You could get hurt. I mean, Gavin Lux got hurt in spring training early on this year. I mean, you could get hurt at any time. Um, so I, I, I like, I like having it every couple of years. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that have my, just minor leaguers or players that are electricians or whatever. I mean, 
yeah, it's a big money business in the MLB. And a lot of players are, you know, expected to come back to their clubs. Can can any of these players get insurance policies for or owners or players for participating in this? I mean, I also wonder if it's because it's a New York uh, ball player. Is this a much bigger deal really than it would be otherwise if it was a different player? Sure, Edwin Diaz is a all-star pitcher that signed a multi-million dollar contract this year, but let's say it's Presley for the Astros. They're great closer. He goes out. Are we talking about, is this such a big deal or is it just the, 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 the New York fan base just raising hell more than it would normally be? Right. Uh, and Vlad, do you think that there's, you were kind of mentioning to me before we were recording here, you were, you were speculating that possibly there could be a rule on the on the excessive celebrations uh, or or an unwritten rule that that teams have, and this could be a, a, a another learning lessons for that, especially with it coming on such a huge stage. Yeah, I mean, I you know, just the, the, as soon as I saw that, I'm uh, you know, I, I thought of Kendry Kendry Morales's, mm-hmm. and I mean, I've been ever you know, just from playing sports too. It's like uh, people get crazy. You know, I can't tell you how many times I got slapped in the head uh, on the helmet you know, as a player with head injuries. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you make a good play in football, you know, somebody's slapping you on the head as hard as they can, you know, and hockey and, and all these things. So it's like when you see, you know, and baseball isn't a contact sport, but the jumping thing. I mean, I, I, I feel like there's one that we're not thinking of, but. You know, every they do that jumping thing every time you know, Yankee walk off, or you know, any time I see anybody go near Judge, you know, uh, I'm just like, you know, is this just it's not worth it? Yeah, you know, and, and I think it's because also, I mean, I don't want to get too far off topic, but I mean, you know, in my opinion, players have been getting injured at a higher rate in the past 15 years. Uh, and post steroid era, I feel like you can't keep these guys on the field enough. You know what I mean? Like, and, and maybe it's just as a New York person, yeah, everything is you know bigger, but you know everything is bigger to us. Like you know, Diaz. I mean, Diaz isn't one of ours, but you know, we over we have to overpay all these guys. You know, he just got he just signed a forty million dollar extension. You know what I mean? Like. It's a, it's, a, it's a different case. Nobody's taking any hometown discounts. Or like Julio just signed, a, you know, a 50-year deal, and nobody's doing that for us, you know? So yeah. we have to sign our Julio as judge. And guess what? We had to pay out the ass for him. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the stakes are bigger when it comes to that stuff. But it's like, you know, it, and, and – Maybe it's just because I'm dealing with players like Judge. You know, he's he had a couple of injury years, or you know, it's, it's harder for him to stay on the field. It, and it's like, all right, the guy gets hurt, and the guy will look unbelievable. He'll leave one inning with the, oh, a little weird at bat. It, you don't see him again for two months. You're like, holy shit, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, you know, forget about getting guys carted off the field. Some guy just leaves on his own free will. Uh, you know, just like, oh, they pulled him out of the game. He doesn't come back for months at a time. So, 
you know, I, that's just my, that was just my knee-jerk reaction of like, maybe they got to have some type of, uh, uh, of thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's certain things that, you know, they just, you know, they might want to say, hey, no excessive celebrations, but, you know, these all these guys are young guys and living their lives, you know, and, and having fun. So, you know, maybe that's just the old man in me, you know? No, I, I hear you. I mean, it, again, it was a freak accident. Uh, you know, maybe the celebrations, uh, I mean, this was a big moment, but I was going to say maybe, you know, the celebrations, you might see them subside when this happened to Kendrick Morales. This was like, what, a Sunday afternoon on Root Sports or Fox Sports West. This happened on a major stage after a major victory, you know, knocking you know, a Goliath or a front runner out in this tournament. I know we're running out of time here with this segment. We went over on it um, right now. You know, Japan had just uh, advanced over Italy. They got a long flight, uh, a long flight to Miami. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully for their sake, they get to play more than one game. I know like sometimes in the playoffs and things like that, you'll see a forced game, whatever, six or seven. And it's like New York to LA or Seattle to, uh, you know, Florida, you know, cross country flight and you take a L and that's a, you know, and they're like, that's a long, it's going to be a tough ride home. Well, it's going to suck for teams like Japan and Cuba that were playing over what, over in Asia. They it's now we're getting into the one and done, you know, NCAA kind of format we, uh, we have Japan, they're, they're waiting uh, to see who they play, but we also have U.S. taking on Venezuela and Puerto Rico and uh, Mexico. Um, you got something to say about that, Vlad? What, what are you thinking here? What, how are you feeling oh, about well, Puerto Rico? I, oh, sorry. I actually had something I, I forgot to bring up about the Diaz thing. Okay. Uh, you got to admit, like, it really was, like, just – you know, crazy to watch because it was like, it just kept heightening. Like, the, like the, uh, Puerto Rico went from winning, he was, he looked incredible. You know, he was throwing filth, unhittable pitches, hitting the corners, you know what I mean? Like, even like the late movement, everything you could ask for. Everybody's doing the jumping celebration. The camera veers off to the right while his pile, pig pile is going to the left. He goes down, the camera, nobody has any idea, oh, somebody's down. Oh, shit, it's Edwin Diaz is down. Okay, uh, he looks like he might have fell or got hurt there. Then some players start uh, freaking out, um, signaling for the uh, medical staff. The medical staff comes over, and then to heighten from there, now he's getting like, they're trying to walk him off the field. And now it just looks bad. Like, oh, wait, can he not put any weight on his foot? Now now the players try to put him on their shoulders to carry him out. That hurts too much. They got to put him down. Now that he's trying to one-leg hop off, <laughs> he can't one-leg hop off. And then it just ends with him in a wheelchair. So it's just like watching it go from every single possible, like, wait, this is bad. Well, maybe it's not, ooh, this looks bad. Oh, wow, he can't even hop on one leg without being hurt. Then he's in the wheelchair. Then as he's getting wheeled off the field, right before he hits the the exit, he has to signal to the guy, like, hey, slow down. That bump hurt. And the guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, if you just watch it again, it was like a, a, a Mel Brooks comedy or something. I was just like, 
and, and you know, I mean, that's the other side of me. Like, you know, Mets have bad luck with stuff like that. So, like, you know, the, the Yankee fan in me was just like, you know, the Puerto Rican in me was like, oh, this sucks for Edwin Diaz and the team. The Yankee fan with me was like, oh, well, this is a kind of a Mets thing. But just to watch it in that fashion was especially the Mets thing. It was just, wow, this is just getting worse by the second. So, and like, I would, I would, uh, would tell anybody to go and watch the, you know, go on YouTube and, and watch those Mets series of events. It's just literally in a row of just like getting like, I've never seen anything like. Yeah, I mean that. Right, and we still got Mariner Spring Training to talk about. We're going to do that right after this break. But first, we want to uh, thank our guest on the Ride Red Mustard Hotline, hitting us from these the, the mean streets out here in L.A. Our man, and Black, give yourself your own intro. I mean, your, your own outro right here and tell us where uh, Ride Red Mustard fans can go check out some of your work or what's going on. Uh, I'm just on Instagram as Daddy Daddy Forever. going to talk some Mariners spring training some updates and stuff right when we get back but we just felt like this was a pressing matter to get to it but we'll be back with some Mariners stuff right after this break <laughs> 